Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and happy Friday. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Shout out to OG's Brands, the official sponsor of Flavoring Fridays. Head on over to ogsbrands.com to see their full lineup, including their two newest gummies, the OG's Naturals and the Big OG's, and find out where you can purchase. I'm Leah here with Craig, and as I mentioned before we went live, there can only be one Pete slash PD at a time. So we are very excited to welcome what chaos is very own Pete Blackburn at Pete. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Of course. I'm sorry. I'm the worst, the worst PD, but, uh, no, I'm happy to be here. Mm. Mm. Not, <laughs> not according to Craig today, for some reason, <laughs> even though Craig was hyping up PD on yesterday's show. So who knows? <laughs> take him down a peg. <laughs> exactly. Give and oh take. my gosh. Life is balance. Life is balance. Yep. Oh boy. Well, Pete, there's been a lot going on in Coyote's world this week. Um, you know, some Salt Lake City news. I know you guys talked about it on your show earlier in the week. For us here as a Coyote's podcast, it has a little bit of a different angle because no matter what words are used in a press release, everyone takes and runs Coyote's relocation. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, we thought we'd bring back trivia today with you because we love to play trivia with you and DJ. And the theme of the trivia is going to be Arizona Coyotes relocation rumor trivia. So I hope you're ready. <laughs> this ought to be fun. This ought to be good. Also, God bless you guys and God bless all Coyotes fans that have to put up with all of this like several times a year. I would lose my mind. Mm-hmm. I would I would fly off the handle. I would like maybe just short of killing somebody. So props <laughs> to you guys for for handling this in stride and having as much humor as you possibly can with it. Not sure if you saw my YouTube clip the other day, but I was right on that edge. So yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, Craig was about to lose his mind. Yeah. So for sure. To narrow this down to, to let you know how this game is going to proceed. We're going to talk about all the rumored relocation sites for the Coyotes over the past two 27 years. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, two plus decades. Okay. And there are a lot of them. Yeah. So think right. city when you're thinking about yeah. this. It should help narrow it down, but you may be surprised. You may not even know all the cities to which the Coyotes were rumored to be heading at some point in their history. So we'll start with number one. Pete, are you ready? Okay, yeah. All right. First on a list that has grown to 10, count them, 10 rumored relocation sites for the Coyotes. It is also famous for craft beers. Can you name this? Would this be, oh, what is Milwaukee, Wisconsin? (laughs) It's a good guess. It does have good craft beers, but. Ah, Portland, Maine? Oregon. Oh, Portland, Maine is the the real craft craft beer city. Portland, Maine, Maine is my favorite such place. An underrated city. It's a fantastic city. Unbelievable city. Yeah. Right. So the answer is Portland, Oregon. I won't get into the history. I really don't want to <laughs> go back into the history. So we'll just get to number two, and Leah, you can take it away here. All right. The Coyotes were the third and final strike in a former tech CEO's bid to bring a team to this city. Somehow, this got left out of the movie. Mm. recent movie okay so uh what is waterloo Uh, you're on the right idea with what movie it is but that's not blackberry 
Yeah. 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 Okay. So he was trying to move. Motion was based, but he was trying to bring the team to a different nearby city, a bigger one. Oh, shoot. What was it? Is it Quebec? Nope. <laughs> it's it's a Canadian city. I know for sure, but I, yes. I, and I know, like, I just know where Waterloo, where the vampires hang out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was the, uh, cause he was talking about moving the, the penguins there in the, in the yes. movie. The I forget the, uh, I forget the city name. It's all good. Kevin has it in the chat. We can show the answer, Danielle. It's Hamilton, Hamilton. Ontario. Okay. Yep. No. <laughs> all right. Number three, an NHL executive is on record saying that he was 10 minutes away from bringing the Coyotes to this tundra-like city in 2010. This tundra-like city. That's always, uh, that's always a great way to describe some, some place. Oh, shoot. It's tundra-like city. Is, can I have a hint? Is it in Canada or yes. is it in the United States? Is it in Canada? Uh uh, Winnipeg? What is Winnipeg? Ding, ding, ding. You are correct. The answer is Winnipeg. Mark Chipman was the one who said that. He now owns the Jets. Go ahead, Leah. All right. Next question. The Coyotes would have to learn a new language and pack their snow shovels if the team ever moved to this oft-mentioned relocation site. What is Quebec City? Correct. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> that it's one is... Heat is heating up now. Probably the one we hear the most on Twitter. Maybe, maybe that my favorite one right here. My favorite little trivia. This almost got someone canceled at our company. <laughs> An NFL MVP encouraged the Coyotes to move to this city in a tweet in the spring of 2023. Uh, what is Houston, Texas? Mm -mm. No, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Okay. Want to try, try one more time here? Uh, uh, what is Kansas City? Correct. Okay. You are correct. We have a tweet. There it is. All right, there it is. Patrick Mahomes tweeted, KC Coyotes has a nice ring to it at NHL. What do y'all think? At T-Mobile Center, this almost got our um, social media director, Michaela Perkins, canceled. It definitely did get her canceled by all of Kansas City for what she responded to Patrick Mahomes. But uh, What did you yeah. – is it my allowed to ask? Or should I not go there? <laughs> you can just Google it and you'll okay, find I'll, it. Okay, <laughs> I'll Google it. I, my mind initially jumped – I guess uh, Houston, my mind initially jumped to uh, J.J. Watt. That's fair enough. I know he's a big hockey guy. Yeah, he, he does. But also him. is now now tied to Arizona, so yep. probably That's wouldn't get away with that now. Yeah, that's true. He'd probably be canceled by Arizona fans yeah. at that point. All right. Next one. Former Coyote suitor Darren Pastor fantasized about moving the team to this spectacular weather city. This this may be the hardest one on the list because, first of all, Pete's looking at this like, who the hell is Darren Pastor? Which many Coyotes fans are saying right now. I'm saying. As well. Most people don't remember Darren Pastor. I remember him because I had to interview him on the veranda at Gila River Arena and talk to him about his plans for the Coyotes. Um, can you guess? It may be the best weather in the United States. The best weather in the United States. Oh, man. What is, what is Nashville, Tennessee? I don't know. <laughs> Not quite. It's as uh, weather in the United States is now uh, San Diego. That's a great day. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. That makes way more sense. Yeah. Okay. Worst places to play. I think I actually would have been okay with that one. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the goals though. Yeah. Yeah. A very successful AHL franchise. Yeah. Okay. We'll move on to number seven here. Yes. We're still going because there's that many sites. <laughs> Former Coyotes coach Dave Tippett played and coached in this long-rumored Coyotes relocation site. Dave Tippett. Uh, Former Hartford Whaler, buddy. Huh? Former Hartford Whaler. Is that a hint? No. <laughs> that, would be a, that would be a wild relocation rumor. Back to Hartford. Probably I mean, like, Hart like Hartford and Milwaukee are two cities that have like been screaming for an NHL franchise, but honestly, nobody's taking them seriously. People love the Whalers. Nobody loves Hartford. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, Dave Tippett. Oh, shoot. That's... It's a, it's a relocation site that is like one of the three that is most constantly Not mentioned. Stop. Nonstop. Uh, so, in fact, you mentioned it earlier. Oh, what is Houston? 
You got Correct. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he heard. played for the arrows and he also coached the arrows. So hmm. fun. Fact. I was trying to think, I was like, wh- where would Dave Tippett play that doesn't have an NHL team? <laughs> and I don't, don't know. <laughs> <A little bit laughs> that makes sense. All right. Next question. The rumored relocation and expansion city has already played host to teams in the NHL, IHL and ECHL. This is what is Atlanta. You Correct. are nice. Third time's a charm, baby. <laughs> okay. Oh, this this is a long setup here. Okay, I, I didn't know how to shorten this. One. Oh my god! <laughs> I ain't reading all that, but I'm sorry that happened to you. Or congratulations. <laughs> Three sources with knowledge of negotiations confirmed to a reputable newspaper. I can't name the newspaper, or that would give it away. That the Coyotes would have been bought by New York investment banker Ray Bartosek and his partner Anthony Lanza. This they sound terrifying, don't they? Sound like mob guys. They do. Yeah. Moved to the city in 2013. Had the Glendale City Council not voted to approve an arena deal with the ice arizona ownership group sources even said that moving trucks were literally standing by i question that last part by the way um can you name the city a new york investment banker who sounds like he's a mob guy uh um this like has dansbury trashers all over it is this dansbury connecticut (laughs) (laughs) that would be Unreal. A little bit with that. Yes. <laughs> no, it is not Dansbury, Connecticut. Uh, what is. Uh, it's in the West. It's I'll in the you. West. Okay. Uh, what is Las Vegas? Close, not quite. Well, not close, but it's uh, Seattle. <laughs> you were in the West. That's why I was close. Close enough. It's the second oldest team, rather than or the second newest team, rather than the newest team. There you go. Yep. Uh, all right. Next question. There's two more. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. This is crazy. The, the New York <laughs> this is po- game. Right. The New York Post published a definitive story citing multiple sources saying the Coyotes were moving to this city in 2015. Yeah. Uh, not not even question might be sources are saying they said it's happening the new york post said it is happening i should remember this because 2015 2015 seems so long ago at this point but uh would it be are we doing repeat guesses you've you've said it in one of your guesses uh it is not one of the answers it's not one of the answers okay uh shoot um what is Nashville, Tennessee? <laughs> no, it was the yes you just gave. It's- oh, wait, that doesn't make sense because Nashville would have already had a team yeah. at that point. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> what is Hartford? <laughs> Hartford, no. Uh, the answer is Las Vegas. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. All right, Craig, last question. Last one for you, Pete. We'll, we'll end the torture here. I'm very bad at this game. Well, it's crazy how much. It kind of they- highlights the, the torture of Coyotes fans. <laughs> for real. This potential relocation site is surprisingly, at least to me, among the top 30 media markets in the U.S., larger than NHL markets such as Pittsburgh, Las Vegas, and Sean DePaz's beloved Buffalo. Can you name the city? What is Milwaukee? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to the same well. Fascination with Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee's a good city. I definitely don't think it's like a huge market, uh, but it's supposed to be surprising. Uh what is like Alabama? <laughs> I don't know. No, this one is the most recent rumor. Oh, okay. Salt Lake right. City. Salt Lake City. But the man, market is that big, really? That's crazy. Yeah, it surprised me too when I looked it up. But I didn't think it was. Well, I mean, my my big uh, my big like kudos to Salt Lake City is that there doesn't seem to be anything to do there other than skiing. So like. I've 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 never been there, but like I've heard, there's not a ton, and that's why like their their teams do so well. It's a beautiful city, but yeah, you're right. I actually covered the NBA and had to go up there a bunch, and there's not much to do there. It there are bars. There are bars. You can drink in Salt Lake. You can drink, but uh, maximum ABV of five uh, percent, correct? Yeah, there's that and all. There's- I do know. I like. It, Ask me about geography and uh, even hockey history, and I'm probably striking out on most things. But if you ask me about, like, hey, what's the maximum ABV in this city? I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Well, Pete, thanks for playing that torturous game with us. Uh, I think it just highlights what Coyotes fans have had to go through. 
uh, over the last two decades. You, you lobbied for two other cities. You mentioned two other cities that have actually lobbied for the Coyotes as well, because Milwaukee and Hartford have both entered the fray at some point. Like, hey, what about us? Nobody, again, nobody took them seriously, but they they wanted to be mentioned. So Pete was on to something about Milwaukee. Seriously, yeah. That is a long list of like actually actual ties to relocation rather than people just throwing out cities. So God bless you guys for sure. God bless (laughs) Coyotes fans. (laughs) Truly. All right. Well, Pete, uh, we didn't want it to be all Coyotes relocation trivia. Just have one thing to ask you because it came out today. So you guys haven't talked about it on your show this week. um, And it has to do with the... uh, the stadium series jerseys released this morning. So I want to get your definitive ranking of these four jerseys. Yeah. Definitive ranking for me is pretty easy. Number one is the Rangers. I I think that the Rangers one is awesome. And it reminds me of like the two thousands and, uh, or like the early or the nineties, actually the nineties Patriots jerseys, um, like the, the drew Bledsoe era Patriots jersey. So it kind of like scratches that itch in my brain and like, they're not the, they're kind of like goofy, but they're specialty jerseys. They look awesome. Number one by far for me. Uh, number two, I really like the Flyers jersey, which like kind of the opposite of the Rangers in the sense that they're not that special. They look kind of like their regular away uniforms, but I love that stripe that wraps across the back and goes onto the sleeves. I think it's just a very cool and unique design. Huge fan. Three, the Devils. It's not like a bad jersey. It's pretty inoffensive, uh, but... I don't like to like the darker colors, like the black and red without a white or light accent to kind of be mixed in. It makes it hard to see and, and especially yep. if you're, you're far away. So not the biggest fan of those, although they're fine uh, by far, like by miles. The worst one is the Islanders one, which seems like it was made in Microsoft paint <laughs> by a four year old, like an absolutely objectively terrible jersey that not only is terrible it looks like it copied another terrible jersey with the uh, uh with the oilers thirds those jerseys are terrible throw them in the trash <laughs> the islanders one look like they submitted all three and then there's five minutes to go till the due yeah. date and it's like oh we got to make the islanders one real quick and they just that looks together. like a jersey that was personally signed off on by Lou Lamorello. Like this, it seems like it was Lou Lamarillo's idea, which is uh, respect to Lou, Lou Lamarillo, the executive. I wouldn't trust him to design a hockey jersey. Well, I was going to say, you better pay him respect too, because speaking of mob guys, you know, you never know. What <laughs> did, you, did you see the story about the, the person who had the news about Patrick Waugh at the border and like decided not to tell anybody? And like we was crossing the border, got stopped at the border and was like, what, what's your business in the United States? It was like, oh, Patrick Waugh is about to become the head coach of the New York Islanders. And the border agent was like, uh, uh, I had that before anybody else, but I decided not to tell anybody what a decision by that person. Absolute <laughs> genius move because they would have been wiped off the face of the earth. <laughs> exactly. I did not hear that. That's so good. Oh, my gosh. So what do you buy? What do you guys been up to? Uh, what have you been doing on the show? What's coming up? Uh, so we've been doing a lot of grab ass on the show. Plenty of that. Um, there's the the oil. We're a big Oilers podcast, so this they Oilers might never lose streak, again. Uh, this Oilers winning streak has been incredible for for us, and so uh, huge fans of that. This coming up, we're we're going to be at All Star. Uh, very excited about that. And then from All Star, we're going to a a secret location that we haven't unveiled yet, but we'll be there for about a week and going to be getting content and uh, sitting down with a bunch of NHL guys at that location. So plenty of, uh, plenty of interviews and sit downs coming uh, uh, down the pipeline. So very, very excited. Awesome. Well, look forward to chatting with you guys next week. And for me, I'll see you in Toronto at the all-star game. I can't wait for whatever you're going to do with Tate McRae. Now that we know she's going, it is. I, we had to have our Tate McRae reference. She is step. never beating the, uh, NHL industry plant allegations because nobody has had a rise to stardom like Tate McRae this NHL season. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. Well, Pete, thank you so much. Uh, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks. Right. Man. Good weekend. Thank you. To uh, Pete Blackburn of What Chaos for joining us. Uh, we always appreciate him hopping on. And again, if you haven't subscribed to What Chaos on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast, make sure you do that. Their show is a whole lot of fun. 
I'm putting, I'm just bringing Pete in. There he is. Yeah, there he um, is. There can yep. only be one Pete at Pete. once. But Petey's muted talking. Rookie mistake. It's all good. <laughs> Let everybody know. Yeah. Well, you, you don't want to hear all the chaos going on in, inside behind here. So I muted myself. That was respectful. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry. I missed it. I'm sure that was a lot of fun. No, yeah, sure it's all good. Fun. It's all good. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to give out my DraftKings pick of the week, and I'm going to turn to the Phoenix Suns, who have been on fire lately, um, especially Devin Booker. So I'm going to do – it's kind of – it feels a little too easy, but maybe that's good. I'm going to take Devin Booker over 28.5 points in tonight's game against the Indiana Pacers. He has just been on fire lately. Um, so give me that. That's my DraftKings pick of the week. And you can bet that. You can bet whatever you like, especially with hockey and the NHL. Coyotes obviously are <laughs> underdogs heading into Carolina, but maybe you want to put some money on them. Maybe put some money on some player props in that game. Whatever you do, make sure you do it over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And right now, when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code PHNX, new customers can bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-878-97777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources nhl and the nhl shield are registered trademarks of the national hockey league copyright nhl 2024 all rights reserved and if you're going to gamble on those games you might as well go there are great sporting events are all coming up in the valley suns coyotes asu u of a and all the live shows and concerts that are coming to the valley there's only one place to go for last minute tickets and that's game time. Game time is the place for last minute ticket deals test out your anxiety meter the longer you wait the better the prices may get. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right. Well, we just spent. So you just bring me in for the odd reads? Is that what the yeah? Thanks, PD. All right. By the way, (laughs) they don't give me the hard ones where you have the tongue twisters. So I appreciate that to the PHNX overlord Max because that you you get how I cannot make it through an ad read. And if I had to read all the disclaimers that Leah just read, we we might still be here. Like this would be a long show because there's no way I could do that. Anyway, continue. All right. Well, we just spent about 15 minutes with Pete going over all of the. arena woes of the past 20 years and they only seem to continue and i think the highlight the the word that should be highlighted here is rumors misinformation etc so i'm gonna throw it to craig who for the 80th time this week is going to correct a narrative that has been going on online uh, yeah, well, first I want to, a lot of people reached out to me. Uh, I know Rob Bulow reached out to Petey about this as well. Um, there was a report on KJZZ, the local NPR station, for which I have immense respect. I know people over there. I've been on their shows. They do good work, but we all make mistakes in this business. Um, KJZZ had a an audio clip saying, citing Bill Daly, saying way back in June that Coyotes officials had met with Utah Jazz ownership, uh, and you can imagine the paranoia and fear that that created among the Coyotes fan base when they heard that, thinking, okay, they're either looking to sell the team or they're trying to move it to Salt Lake. Um, uh, I, I already know that KJZZ has corrected the clip. They put the, uh, uh, they've corrected what they said on that clip, and that you can find on the story now. And my understanding is later they will also be putting an editor's note on the story correcting what was wrong earlier. What was wrong earlier is that, first of all, they put words in Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly's mouth saying that he had said that back in June. He did not. I reached out to Bill Daly directly today and he said, I don't have any recollection of saying that, Greg. And beyond that, 
multiple sources, league sources and team sources have been emphatic in saying the Coyotes have never met with Jazz ownership. That has not happened. So I know people were freaking out about it. It was just an inaccurate report. I don't want to get into the details of how it happened. It wasn't anything nefarious. But KJZZ, to their credit, is correcting everything. That's how it should work in this business. So don't freak out about that. That meeting never happened. But Craig, unfortunately, those are facts. And facts are not as fun. And facts don't travel around the internet as well. So facts aren't fun. And so even though you just dispelled the whole thing and you actually told the facts from the people that were supposedly in this meeting that never occurred from the Coyotes management side and from Bill Daly, didn't happen. Facts. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because people don't care about the facts. It doesn't matter. The, the other story is more fun. There are more, more fun. The problem is I can't even remember this phenomenon. My wife has told me about this. There is a phenomenon where once you tell people something, yeah. it is much harder to move their mind off that initial understanding of a situation. So there are going to be people who still believe yes. that the Coyotes and Utah Jazz ownership met, just like there are people who still believe that the Coyotes got kicked out of Glendale Arena. Just there like are there are people who still exists out there. It's amazing. That's like there are people who still believe that the Tempe Arena project would have increased their taxes. Yes. <sighs> Again, all of these things. See, look at how good we are. Yeah. I bring in facts. I gotta go, Craig. Honestly, it is good to hear those things because all, all of that stuff, even the behind closed nefarious door stuff, you, you just like to hear that. Okay, that didn't happen. And so that that is good. Let's move on. Yeah, and I want to thank Bill Daly for just addressing it outright. You know, because even even if I like if I go out there and I'm I'm just citing sources, people were like, "Well, who's right, your sources or their sources?" Bill. It was just a guy. Pretty trustworthy to me. It was a mistake, and KJZC has owned it. So props to them. Like I said, we all make mistakes. The the important thing is we own up to our mistakes. That's you know, like I know there are some people in this industry who think. Oh, don't advertise your mistakes. It just makes you look bad. You know what makes you look bad? If you don't admit that you made a mistake, that right. that kills your credibility. So props to them for correcting it today. And we'll move on. Well, we'll move on mostly, but I do, uh, you have been kind of looking into this more, the the release by the Smith Ownership Group in Utah. You you talked about it a little bit last night on the post-game show about what Chris Johnston talked about on insider trading. Do you have any more insight behind Maybe the timing of the release. Yeah, it's interesting. And, and, and this will take more reporting. But, you know, uh, something that I found out that's happening in Salt Lake, and of course, we don't follow everything that's happening on the ground in Salt Lake City. This 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 underscores what we were saying yesterday, right? Like, we're not aware of everything happening locally in Salt Lake City, just like people aren't aware outside of Phoenix of what's happening on the ground with, with politics, with whatever else is going on outside of the Coyotes. Maybe they pay attention to the Coyote stories, but they're not reading everything else that surrounds it. Well, it turns out the Miller family, who sold the Utah Jazz to, to Smith, um, they're trying to bring a baseball team to Salt Lake City. This was announced last year. And you know what that baseball stadium is going to require? It's going to require public money. You know what this arena, if the if the uh, jazz owner gets it built, a new arena for the for a hockey team, an expansion NHL hockey team and the jazz to move into would require. It would also require public money. Is there an unlimited well of public money for these sorts of projects, guys? No, no, there's not. In fact, there's not a great will for public money going toward arenas and stadiums anyway. So if you're in competition with someone else for that money, it makes it even harder. So might be a good idea to get it out there that you're ready to take a team right away. That might help you in your quest to get an arena built for your your basketball team and then your hockey team. It's a hell of a lot easier to sell it to local officials if you've got two teams that are going to be playing in this arena and not just one. Something to think about with what's happening in Salt Lake City. There you go. So we'll move on from relocation talk from Salt Lake City talk. I want to address Rhett. They have an old arena. They want to build a new one, Rhett. That's what I'm talking about. They want to get a new arena built in Salt Lake City. That's what the Smiths want. That's what the Smith group wants to do. So if you want to get that done, it's much easier to have two teams rather than one. There you go. Okay. We will move on to talk on ice. For now, we'll leave all that behind, all the off-ice stuff behind, talk only about on-ice and nothing from here on out for the rest of the show. Uh, And we'll start first with the news of the day, not 
you know, super crazy news, but uh, Michael Kesselring has been fined $2,408.85 to be exact, uh, which is the maximum allowable under the CBA for cross-checking Tampa Bay Lightning defensive defenseman Maxwell Crozier. Crozier? Crozier? Crozier. You know, third time's the charm in the game last night. uh, We were all very confused as to what led to that last night. Obviously, he ended up taking a four-minute penalty, which the Coyotes killed off, but it kind of killed any chance of momentum to come back in the game. It was kind of a confusing one. PD, do you have any more insight on this event? So things like that, you want to know when you suspect something happened earlier in the game. And I went back and watched, and I saw nothing. Like I, if if it did happen, it didn't happen to Castle Ring specifically, unless it was just words. And remember, kids, sticks and stones, because this, I didn't see anything happening. And I had to have that kind of a reaction. Luckily for Castle Ring, thank goodness he kept a stick down and didn't go. He went to the midsection instead of the head because he'd be sitting out several games if he did that same thing. That I don't get it. I, I don't know until until they get back and we get an opportunity to talk to him on what the hell happened there. But you know, it's frustrations. This team has really struggled on this road trip and things are not going particularly well. And it's it can get be frustrating and emotions are running high. And he saw the game before in Florida where there were a lot of fisticuffs and a lot going on. So I'm sure emotions are just running extremely high right now and, and boiling over. So hopefully get a, a day today and, and relax going into the Carolina game because it's not getting easier. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a challenge for the Coyotes. They're already uh, 0-2 on this road trip against the two Florida teams, have one chance to get a win before having a solid chunk of time off. Um, but Carolina, they're 7-2-1 and in their last 10. They're 14-5-2 and at home, which is going to be a tough building for the Coyotes. And they're just two points behind the Rangers in the Metro. This is not going to be an easy task for the Coyotes, who probably are also thinking about catching their flights to wherever they're going for the all-star break after this game. Yeah, Yeah. this is a, this is a team that plays with speed and pace and they're deep in their lineup. Um, They, they, they they're also very dangerous from the back end and, not only are they offensive, they defend extremely well. Through last year's playoffs, this is the team I had picking to win the Eastern Conference. I thought they were solid from the top of their lineup all the way back to the net. And one of the things they've struggled at a little bit is injuries on the back end again in their net position we're going to talk about. But this is a really, really good team. They have high-end players. They have high-end speed and skill. They're similar to Florida, but they defend better. So that, that's not a great recipe for the Coyotes. I think they're going to have their hands full tomorrow, and they have to play absolutely dead bang on mistake-free hockey, or they got no chance. If you, you have it, were you going to add to that, Craig? No, I just I, I agree. Like I, I just I know we're, we're leading into a discussion about their situation right now, but uh, yeah, nothing nothing to add to that. I just this is a really really tough assignment for them to go into Carolina, and, and we talked about it last night that. It's not so much back-to-backs. It's the three and four that'll really gas a team. Now they're facing their third game in four nights against a team, like Petey said, that plays with pace, has been unbelievable at home, and the Coyotes do not play well in this arena anyway. So this is this is a bad recipe. And the other thing, if you look at the, some of the players that are the hotter players on that team right now, over the last 10 games are a couple of Coyotes. Bunting's got six points in his last 10, and Jordan Martinuk has seven in his last 10. So the Coyotes are driving the bus there, and those aren't even their top players. You know, Tara Vinan, Sebastian Ajo, Martin Natchez. I mean, this is a really good hockey team. And, and you've seen how the Coyotes have gone and played against teams that have, have high speed and high skill. It's been a problem of late. We're going to see Ante Ranta, right? I mean, I, I assume. I, I think you'd have to. And he played He played last night, and he gets a win last night. So I would assume you're going to see him again um, coming up. Uh, yeah, the one thing with Ante Ranta, and I hate to be this guy, you honestly don't know. Like you don't know. Like he could, he, he could, he could stub his toe walking into the rink tomorrow. That's the kind of day that that Anti Ranta can have. He, he beat the, the Devils last night, gave up two, but he's. You know what? <laughs> nothing, nothing surprises me with Anti Ranta. Nothing. Like if anything bad's going to happen to a guy on the way to the rink, it's Anti Ranta. So yeah, right now I'd anticipate he starts against his, his the former team, the Coyotes. But uh, yeah. and when he's good, he's good. Kachetkov hasn't come out of concussion protocol yet. No, he is not. Yeah, no. Yeah, so no, and when he's good, when, when Andy Rant is good, he's good. Like he's a, he's a littler, athletic, quick, competitive goaltender. When he's good, he's good. But but it's hard to get him to play several games in a row. Yeah. 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 
gonna be gonna be a tough challenge for the Coyotes. This is their last game before the All Star break. Um, not there's still going to be a number of teams who play into the middle of next week. The Coyotes just got their days off at the front half. Um, right now, the Coyotes have 49 points, are four points out of a wild card spot with St. Louis ahead of them. LA and Nashville have the West wild card spots right now with 53 points each. What does a loss tomorrow night mean for the Coyotes? playoff chances it's hard because some of those other teams that they're chasing also have games left so you don't know what the deficit is going to look like i don't i don't know what too great a deficit looks like but four points right now like if it grows to i don't know i I guess it could grow to eight and if it's eight when you're coming out of the break you're not feeling good about that situation. You you, you got to try and stay closer than that. I, I don't even know. Like it depends on how many teams you're behind to. So you got to leapfrog multiple teams. They probably need to stay within five, five or six points. I don't, I don't know what the magic number is, PD. I don't know what you think about that, but man, man if it drops any more than five or six points, it's tough to come back from that this late in the season. A couple things. I mean, math is never your friend when you're losing. And, and so another loss here on this road trip after going one and four on the homestand and, and dropping a couple on that other road trip through Western Canada, they can't afford to have another disastrous uh, road trip like this and lose three straight. Having said that, they can still, like, it's still there. Like, it, it's not, you're mathematically eliminated for a long, long, long time. So it's not, it's not impossible, although it gets incredibly hard because you have teams like Edmonton and Edmonton is doing something absolutely astounding right now just came from out of nowhere now they they're going to challenge getting second in the pacific next you just don't count them out so the problem with the coyotes isn't that they can stick and stay around it there's so many teams that are playing really really well right now nashville is one i'm saying louis is starting to to climb out of the cellar a little bit and calgary is hot and cold so i I think the bigger concern is that they're going to have to find a way to stay in this pack and they're going to have to win games and i think this this carolina game not only mathematically keeps them in the standings but it's emotionally and it's you go into this break and they've struggled and you look at the homestand to the road trip coming back home you get a couple wins and then you go out on the road again you lose again and then you got to sit around for five days going oh shit we suck and this is really hard emotionally and i don't think we can do it and the more those teams play like craig said the farther that gap becomes so that when they play another game they look at the standings and go oh jesus we're it's, it's eight points now when we left at the break, it was two, and now it's eight. I don't know if we can do it. It's really hard emotionally, and it is hard to get up for games when that gap begins to get wider. So I think for them emotionally, I think this would be a huge stepping stone and a huge game in Carolina. It's not impossible. This team can play really well. They have they have enough skill. They can score, and they can defend when they have good goaltending. Um, and that's been the problem. They, they they need the goaltender to be the best player on the ice every night. And when they're not, they lose. And and it's, I'm sorry, that's just the reality of this team. They can beat Carolina. They can catch Antti Ranta on an off night, and Connor Ingram or Karelva Malcolm can be lights out, and they can win. I think they need to come out of this with at least a point. Um, but but a win goes a long way to get them through this All Star break. Agree. And what's interesting is their first game after the All-Star break is February 8th, which is exactly one month until the NHL trade deadline, which is March 8th. So just something to keep in mind as well. It's kind of, it's going to, you know, we'll talk more about this as that month comes along. But, you know, what do the Coyotes do? Um, and Bill Armstrong has said in the past and Craig's written about it. He's going to kind of let the team dictate what moves are made at the trade deadline, whether it's adding pieces or selling pieces. So all of that I think has yet to be determined and we will follow along. And also dirt bike boy said D backs were in a slump before and after the all-star break and still made it to the world series. So, But that's how the, that's how the Coyotes are going to do it. They're going to play diamondback baseball. They're going to bind and, and become a team and just, they're going to do it together. Yep. And that's the only way this team can do it is, and and we've seen this team play in stretches like that. And right now it just feels like there's a dark cloud following this team. And and I don't know if it's, if it's our fault that we're putting it out that it feels so negative, but I just feel like there's, it's, it's, it's not that feel good, happy story where everybody's happy going to the rink right now. It just doesn't feel like that right now. And they need to find that if they're going to try to put a playoff push here from the all-star break on. Mm. You know what could help with that feeling? I do because I've already taken a couple today. Ooh. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. It wow. does help though for those out there. It does help. Oh, geez. I mean, what more can you ask for to get through a dark time, a, a frustrating time, something to make you feel a little bit better? Our friends over at OG's have something for you, whether it's vegan gummies, the big gummy, 
Happy Balance, Indica, Sativa, Microdose, Sleep Edition, all in a fantastic and delicious flavors. Scratch made locally here in Arizona. So to learn more about OG's gummies and where you can find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com. And then after you have your OG's, you're going to, I guarantee you're going to get a little snacky. So make sure you put the fun in your fiestas with some burros. Some burros is family owned and operated and it was voted Arizona's most loved Mexican restaurant. Make sure you try their mouthwatering red and green chili beef mini chimis, their homemade taquitos, chips, fresh guac, and their famous hot sauce. With locations throughout the valley and Flagstaff, you're never far from delicious, time-tested, Sonoran-style recipe, lovingly prepared since 1986. Let some burros cater your next big... Oh, I was so good. I was so good. Let some burros cater your next meal big or small. Order online to find one near you by visiting someburrows.com. I made it like to the last sentence. I was really feeling good. I had this little buzz going and I was like, yay, some burrows. If I had, just think if I only got paid if I made it through an ad read. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> PD, if you were in a contract year, it wouldn't be looking good for you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> PD in a contract year. Oh, God. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, let's put all of the negativity aside and let's just have some fun in this last segment for our uh, our weekly flavoring Friday, Friday fun day part. And uh, let's start with weekend binge. Who has one? I need one. I want to go to a movie this weekend because there's a big date coming up for me. So I need I need movie recs. Okay. I, I don't have a movie rec, but I, I think Craig might enjoy the humor here. First of all, this is adult only. This is an adult friendly comedy. If you have Peacock, That's a little creepy, but <laughs> if you have Peacock, it is called In the Know. Okay. And it is Stop Animation Puppets. Um, Mike Judge is one of the co-creators who did King of the Hill and Beavis and Butthead. It is a very witty that one of the guys is the guys in Silicon Valley, Jared from Silicon Valley. He's the main character. It's an NPR radio station, the National Public Radio Station, and this the this is the host of their third highest rated show. And he's horrible. <laughs> like it's a, but these animated characters are amazing. Oh, and I it's yeah there but it's it's looks like animation like it's stop animation puppets it's yeah. like claymation kind of it's called in the know the the comedy is sharp it's witty it's current it's shocking at times but it's really well done and then this character he actually interviews real live people as part of the remember space ghost when he interviews people oh yeah oh, that. Yeah. Oh, so that yeah. Was good. Yeah. yeah so he actually interviews real people and and asks them some unbelievably awkward questions um <laughs> I, I i think craig i think you and your wife just sit down and, and muscle no. through one episode because right. it's it's intelligent it's witty but it's very irreverent in the know on peacock nicholas is telling me i need to see the iron claw as well i've looked at that as well oh. so thanks for the wreck there yep. bring right. the Kleenex for that one. Oh boy okay um, true story. It's 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 true story, and it's it's difficult to watch because it is a true story, and and um, it's 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 so 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 sad. Well, I'm in search of some book. So last night I finished I finished my book, and I said, oh, "Okay, I think that was my third book of 2024." I look at my Goodreads; it was my sixth book of 2024. It's January 26th. I don't know what's happening with me. I need more book recommendations, thrillers and mysteries, send them my way, but they make sure they're on Kindle Unlimited because I'm trying to you okay. know, save money on books. Leah, can you do this for me? Like I've told you every damn time, because I well, don't know what's on Unlimited, check out the author Harlan Coben. Just Google the, the author. Promise me. Okay. Like, and not only is he an unbelievable suspense writer, like some of the best mystery and suspense books I have ever written. You're on the edge of your seat. Normal people in an abnormal situations. That's what he writes. It's it's like girl on the train times ten. And he's got a new a new series, a miniseries out on Netflix right now called Fool Me Once. And you watch the first episode and you're like, <gasps> like I was, I couldn't, I had to turn it off because I was so tense. And uh, Fool Me Once on Netflix, if you just search Harlan Coben, he has so many of these miniseries, the suspense is Petey, killer. Yes. I'm watching that right now. Oh, there you go. The yeah. is, isn't that first first episode, you're just like, oh, yeah. what? Yeah, I'm watching it. Good. See, you have it, and and he he just that's his writing style too. He's he's incredibly good, but he, he does put you on the edge of your seat. And I'm a, I'm a huge Harlan Coben fan. So there you go. Also, The Bachelor came back this week, so I'll be watching. It, it aired earlier in the week. I couldn't watch. Um, I'll be watching from? that tonight. 
because from Pennsylvania. Heidi's is he? Yeah. But he I, lives I, in Hawaii. Yeah, that's what it was. He was Hawaiian. That's what it was. I knew there was some. Uh, yeah, Heidi started watching it, and I just, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to see a divorce Joey. attorney yet, but but it's <laughs> not off the table at this point. Don't have that in this house. <laughs> Jesus. She just, said that we, we should watch it together. I'm like, buddy. Just be grateful no. I haven't started Love Island All-Stars, okay? Just be <sighs> grateful. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think uh, you... you you uh, you need another hobby. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just I, I think you need some companionship. She's so cerebral. She reads Craig. Maybe after the Super Bowl, this will change. She reads, <laughs> yeah. she reads these books. She reads these intelligent, thought thought provoking books, and then she watches Love Island, <laughs> the dichotomy that is Leah Merrill. <laughs> All right, changing the subject, Craig. Um, it's your birthday weekend. It is. Do I get a birthday weekend? We talked yes. about birthday weeks my kids get. Do I get a birthday weekend? I think since your birthday yes. is on a Monday, you get a birthday weekend. You do get a birthday weekend. What are your it's plans? True. Nothing. I That's wanna great. I want to sit and relax. We're going to be like home as a family. I picked up Erin today from ASU. Like she, she had her last class early, got her this morning, and yeah, we're going to be together as a family. That's really cool. cool. We'll probably go to a movie. I'm sure so we'll go out. What major news dinner. is breaking on Monday? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I love it. Let's ruin Craig's birthday. Are we? We're not. Are we in studio for Craig's birthday? Do I have to make a cake? Are we in studio? Up? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. You will Maybe. find out. Then that's the other piece of, that we got to address with people. Yeah, we're still home, and we don't know how long it's going to last. We think we might be back in studio next week. We yeah. hope we might be back in studio next week, but. You know, uh, that story varies. I've heard 30 years until we get back. And then, then I've heard, well, gosh, two we weeks. may never get back. Two, we weeks. two weeks. Two weeks. I heard we might move. I hear literally uh, we're going to move our studio. We all have to go this weekend with cardboard boxes. And then a couple hours later, it's, hey, we'll be doing shows by Monday. So I don't know. HK. And this home thing works for me. Maybe oh they'll find I, I, I might have had something to do with all the smoke. But maybe I didn't. Uh, I don't think you can even say that. Yeah, yeah, you just incriminated yourself. Ingest. I mean, I was the one who left the building right when it happened. So, <laughs> yeah, that is suspicious. There. there is, some, yeah, because I have witnesses place me at the scene. You unfortunately have no alibi, and I watch enough TV shows that that's a problem. Is there a camera down in the garage? I don't know. Yeah, neither do I. Hmm. Probably should have checked that out. Mm. Anyway, yeah. right in all along. seriousness, are we going to be? Is there a potential we're back on Monday for Craig's birthday? Well, yeah, but Craig's off, so it's just you and me, Petey. Oh, and then is there a rumor that you're leaving town also? There is. I will be in Toronto all of oh. next week, pretty much, for the All-Star Game out? Tuesday. Oh, the All-Star festivities are Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so follow along. We'll have a ton of content coming your way at gophnx.com. The Die Hard blog, I will be blogging on the Die Hard only blog, so you must be a Die Hard to read that Obviously, I'll be dropping stuff in our Discord as well, and we'll have tons of content on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel and over at our Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes, so make sure you follow along. Um, and we will still be live five days next week, even though it is the All-Star break. Some really great guests lined up for next week, so you won't want to miss it. Live at 2 p.m. Monday through Friday, that's the schedule on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. And, of course, make sure that you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts as well for our weekly audio-only episodes. So those have been really great. You have to listen. You have to be subscribed on audio to get those. It's completely free to do so, but just make sure that you don't miss out on audio. So check it out. Sean's here in the chat. Let's go. Me and Sean take Toronto. And uh, it's going to be a, a reunion of half of the PHNX Coyotes crew reunion. So... Looking forward to seeing. I would assume Sean is being from Buffalo area in upstate New York. Has spent b b many a days in Toronto. I would think, right? Like he's a, he's yeah a, he, he's a Toronto veteran, right? I, yeah, he's he has a great story from a day he spent alone in Toronto. Well, I can't wait. Like we're gonna live vicariously through you. I'm I'm excited to see where you go and stop in for your restaurant stops because you have I'm sure many of places where you go. And I've got I I know Toronto just as within blocks of the ACC. And other than that, I don't know. Is it ACC anymore? No, it's Scott no. Scotia. Is it one of the five Scotia Scotia Bank Scotia Arena? Region? Okay, but within that that area, I, I know beyond that, I don't. So I'm looking forward to you exploring more of Toronto and, and sending us stuff in the blog. I can't wait. 
I can't wait either. And uh, but before that, we have one last game tomorrow. Yes, Sean Fuzzy Peaches. I just forgot. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'll bring some back. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> we do have one more game tomorrow, so make sure you tune into the PHNX Sports YouTube channel after that to catch our post game show. But in the first period, Craig will be doing a live Q and A in our Discord. So uh, what a week! Plenty to ask Craig. Feel free to hop in there for the first period on Saturday's game versus the it's, Carolina Hurricanes. It's going to be mossy. Oh, yeah. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. That was what, what an interview with Matt Vialta down in Tucson. What a, like, I, I love how uh, Steve Poffin described him. He's just a chill bro back there. <laughs> and that is it. It's, you feel like, I felt like I was talking to a surfer when I talked to Matt Vialta. He was great. So I would encourage people to read a, a little bit of that story that I, I, hopefully all of that story that I put up on gophnx.com. Absolutely. Any final thoughts from anyone else before we get out of here? Nope, they, can, I, they need I, to get a win. Put it together, no get a win. Rumors. No more rumors. I'm sick of rumors. Yeah, Chad said it. No more rumors. Rules are Deal. rules. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, go to the high school tournament next week. Yeah. That's it. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday. Meet Petey. Meet Petey. Yeah. I got to work in the day and at night. Hmm. <laughs> no, well, you should probably tell people, you know, I'm going to extend the rules of the Platinum Club. If you want to feed Petey, you can. You might uh, be able to apply for that as well. But there, there are a lot of dietary restrictions. I should let yeah. you. Know. I don't know if there's a whole lot of food at. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got broccoli and asparagus and asparagus, broccoli, salmon, yeah. and yeah, Circle it. K kettle cooked chips. Yeah, I don't know how the Circle K kettle cooked chips broke the barrier of that of of, of that dietary <laughs> stuff, but it but it did. Thank you to Circle K. By the way, just before we leave, I spent like five minutes this morning watching a TikTok about how potato chips are made. It was like I was so enthralled. I was so dialed in. Um, so I thought of you, Petey, because I thought about your potato chips and I fantastic nobody cares but i just had to share all right (laughs) well thanks so much everybody for tuning in be sure to hit the like button on this youtube video before you head out whether you're watching live or later and if you're listening on audio go ahead and hit the little five stars and give us a five star review and thank you again to pete blackburn of what chaos for joining us be sure to subscribe to what chaos on youtube wherever you get your podcasts uh for all nhl news four days a week um but that's it from us today we'll be live tomorrow after the coyotes take on the carolina hurricanes you can follow us on twitter at craig s morgan at s peter's hockey at leah merrill at abraca danielle at phnx underscore coyotes enjoy the rest of your friday everybody and we will see you all tomorrow